I know a few people might come at me directly for what I'm about to say, but then the truth is bitter, but it's still the truth at the end of the day. So I I feel very bad when um, our society, at the fact that our society has normalized so many things that that are just outrightly wrong, things that we know that if we were to prevent them, it would actually make us have a better society. That's what I feel. Things like um, having safe sex, premarital sex, um, using like just reaching a certain age maybe at the age of 18 i know a lot of people a lot of us who have heard of that thing um the saying that i am legal now when i am 18 and you can make different decisions decisions that might probably destroy your future at the end of the day um, things like drinking alcohol in moderation um smoking in moderation or something like that but i feel all these things are things that at the end of the day, logically, I think that we should just is very, very important and it's more safer to actually abstain from all these things. What's up guys? Welcome to episode 22 of Reality Monday with Damila Mapa. So um I was having a conversation with a friend of mine earlier this year, and we we're talking about the fact that um the way we um, is it youth or we human beings are these days like we mostly work on our emotions there are two ways of thinking well not really thinking of the way that we human beings react to things we can either react emotionally or logically i think i i usually split it to those two um different ways but these days or very commonly most people react emotionally to things and that's one of the reasons why you see people giving personal opinions and when you give personal opinions about things just based on your own personal experiences personal mindset there's every every situation or like every possibility for you to just go wrong and say things that and that's one of the reasons why we define opinions because we lived different lives we grew up from different places we had different lifestyles so we tend to react based on emotions but logically like people don't think logically because if you were to logically sit down and um like sit down and think like you're playing a chess game where you have to win like you have to think yourself to winning she get it it will make you make more safer and more like better decisions at the end of the day okay for example now the way they say um you are legal when you are probably 18 there's something that i feel people do not understand and that's the fact that every action has a repercussion you know this is not even about being religious or being godly or anything because even i i I know um i'm trying my best but then it's not like i'm totally i'm not a saint i'm not saying i'm I'm a saint so but i try to not just look at religious um teachings and everything i try to sit down and logically think about all these things without using my emotions my personal emotions to judge it for example now when they say abstain from sex she get the when when they say these things yeah you might say that okay this this is uh what's called everybody has their personal opinions everybody can decide what they want to do personally but most of all these things that we do things that give us pleasure well 
um, temporary pleasure at the end of the day these are things that you know people can get addicted to people get addicted to sex people get addicted to drinking people get addicted to smoking they, they, they get addicted to so many wrong things and which actually destroys their life at the end of the day so when you sit down and logically logically think about all these things you know that prevention actually preventing this thing is better than cure she understand and that's where self-control comes in it's so, so very hard for we as youths it's so very very hard for anybody self to get disciplined even people that are even grown you see you still see grown grown ass men actually sit down watch porn and like you they get addicted to all these things all these wrong things totally wrong things but then they will say ah because i'm grown i i, I can make my own decisions I, i'm grown enough to watch these kind of things or to do these kind of things so you see so many sugar daddies that, that's one of the reasons why our society is just like we complain about so many other things but we don't complain about ourselves which is very very wrong like so many people do not logically sit down and think about all these things these things that we know when you start it when you start it even though you might be grown to an extent when you start these things there's no how getting addicted to it it will affect either your health it will affect your mental um capabilities it will affect your most of the times or some of the times your financial capabilities and so many other things so for me self-control is something is is a very hard thing she get but it is very rewarding, just like the fact that discipline in your life has so many advantages, more than so many advantages, but it's very hard for people to be disciplined about so many things. And one of the reasons why these things happen is that most people have lost their shame. Shamelessness is something that is actually good, that is wrong, sorry, I wanted to say shamelessness. Shamefulness. Yes, it's something that we need to to bring back into our society. That's what I feel. But so many people have entered into shamelessness that they feel justified when they do so many wrong things. Because, well, they say we are in the 21st century. So mindset has changed. Everybody has the right to do whatever they want to do. But you know that your life is very, very important. And your five senses... I was talking to my junior brother recently about the fact that your five senses are, are like a direct link to your soul. I don't know if people, so many people be, believe that they have a soul. I'm sure most people know that they have a soul. You have your body and you have your soul. This is not even religious. This is still thinking logically. You have your soul. If you don't have your soul, then you, there's no you be you have some things that you feel when you sleep. You notice all these things even when you are just walking. So the way you talk to yourself is so obvious that there's some other you inside you. you get? And our five senses are like a direct link to the soul. So when you see things, when you touch things, when you you, you like um, get any feeling from these five senses, it's a direct link. So when you are feeding these things, the wrong things, there's no way to not affect you. For example, now you're using your mouth to smoke, you use your eyes, you use, only porn, you use your body to, to have sex all the time. These things are things that there's no it will corrupt your soul it will corrupt your mind it will destroy you totally if you do not control it so but the best the best way to do it is not to just do it in moderation because it's very hard it's, it takes a whole lot of discipline so logically the best solution is just to abstain from all these things and you would 
find a lot of peace in that at the end of the day so thank you very much for listening um i really appreciate so have a wonderful week everybody Uh, see you on the next episode peace Hello fam, welcome to another interesting and educative episode of History's Most Influential Humans with Damila Imapa. Even though today's episode is actually a combination of episodes. So on today's episode, I'll be combining the most interesting and captivating snippets from episode 9 to episode 12. And subsequently, you can try checking out the full episodes of each of them. And I'm definitely sure you'd learn something from it. So without further ado, I'll start with the first episode where I talked about the founder of the China's Su dynasty, Su Wenti. Yang Jian lived a simple and solemn life, but he had so much insecurities. His death in the fall of 604 is debated to be either by an assassination from his own son or by an illness, but he made his impact in China as an emperor who unified the whole of China. The historian Sima Guang gave an opinion about the emperor which talked about his good attributes and flaws but what caught my attention was the last statement which i think we should all learn from it says he was suspicious critical and picky believing many alienating words of his officials therefore even of those with the most accomplishments and his old friends not one was able to maintain the relationship from start to end he even treated his own sons as enemies. This way is fault. Well, this is the reason why first power isn't good. It never gives people peace of mind. Simon Danla de Madenda was asked to set up an anti-robbery squad strong enough to extinguish robbers from Lagos State. And this was the beginning of SARS in Nigeria. Former Commissioner Simon Danla de Madenda named his 15-man team Special Anti-Robbery Squad and they started operations in the shadows without carrying any weapons or wearing police uniforms just so robbers couldn't recognize them as security operatives. They never received direct complaints from the public but were handed already established cases of armed robbery from the DPO. SARS operated under the former commissioner Simon Danladi only in Lagos for eight years until 2002 when he was transferred to head the state CID in Umwaya, Abia State. It is still not clear how SARS later spread to the 36 states of the country, but what is sure is that the unit in general subsequently deviated from the intentions of establishment, values and mode of operation. After taking full charge as the new government, the Bolsheviks executed all the family of the former monarchy because they allegedly wanted to make sure no heir from the family would come back with foreign aid to take power after all their struggles. It took a while before Russians knew about this and a lot of them were unhappy with this action. But some would argue that it was one of the tough decisions the new government had to make in order to secure their, their hold and build a new and improved Russia although it isn't certain if Lenin gave the order. The government of Lenin was said to have been brutal and merciless, especially because he escaped about two assassination attempts. But despite the brutality and harshness against those who tried to oppose his government, a lot of people would argue that his government was very progressive for Russia at the time 
as it gave Russians the basic needs they wanted at the time, such as food, shelter, and an 8-hour working period, contrary to the 11-hour working period forced on them by the previous monarchy, and also the fact that Lenin called off the war against Germany immediately he came into power, a war that cost Russia so much lives and resources. A lot of deaths and struggle happened during his time, such as that of the civil war between the Red Army and the White Army, the Tambov Rebellion and so on. But that didn't change the fact that his government had an accelerating impact on the modernization and literacy of the modern-day Russia. Compared to how backwards the country was before and during the early 20th century, Although a lot still wonder how Russia would have been if Lenin never ruled the country, but that still remains a mystery. The community of Manikians was divided into two. The elect, who were like the extremely religious faction, forbidding from fleshy things like taking alcohol and harvesting crops, which is said to also be a form of murder. And the Yeras, who were allowed to do this forbidding things of the flesh and provided the elects with things they needed to survive like food and in turn received prayers from the elects in order to be cleansed, while the heirs hoped to be reincarnated as elects in their next life. So you see how weird their beliefs were. And the main reason a lot of people would want to join this religion, most probably as heirs. The religion thrived between the 3rd and 7th centuries, and at its height was one of the most known religions in the world. Manichaeism reached its peak, during the 4th century, reaching as far as the Roman Empire, Egypt, and spread across northern Africa, as places of worship were found all over these territories, after it started in the lands of Persia in the early years of the 3rd century. Manichaeism ultimately declined and virtually almost disappeared from the surface after various prosecutions by different leaders in the Persian and Roman Empire up until the 7th century. But the religion was able to thrive in China probably until the 14th century after several oppositions and prosecutions. Mani's intention for this religion was to create a universal religion that would, in his own ideas, complete the various religions at the time, which he deemed incomplete. But it turned out that even he wasn't as knowledgeable and divinely guided as he thought, as his proclamation of the independent good God and bad God was easily flawed by mere human thinking. But that still wouldn't stop people from believing in whatever they wish to believe now, would it? Oh well, that's it on today's quite short but interesting episode of HMIH Podcast Fam. I hope you learned something new. If you did, kindly drop a comment and let's be friends. Till next two weeks fam, stay safe.